This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. This year's Oslo Freedom Forum is held in Taipei. Officials in the Solomon Islands continue to discuss the future of their country's ties with Taiwan. And President Tsai Ing-wen responds to criticism of her foreign policy from KMT presidential candidate Han Guoyu. But first, today's top story. This year's Oslo Freedom Forum was held in Taipei on Friday. Notable attendees included Hong Kong singer and activist Denise Ho, Pulitzer Prize-winning Kachin journalist Esther Tusan, Turkish NBA player Enes Kanter, and former North Korean diplomat Taeyong Ho. As the forum began, each shared stories about their struggles for freedom. In an opening statement, Human Rights Foundation founder Tor Halverson said that there are 4.1 billion people living under dictatorships and that 96% of all refugees come fleeing from authoritarian regimes. He said that Taiwan is faced with the threat of China and its authoritarian ideology. Halverson said that the current situation in China recalls dystopian works by Aldous Huxley and George Orwell. This is a government whose economy is based on slavery, or unfair practices masquerading as capitalism. That their economy took the best aspects of capitalism, the best aspects that made Taiwan successful, that made Hong Kong successful. They took the best aspects of this and also took the worst aspects of exploitation and mixed it together to become economically successful. And with the money that they have and the success that they've been able to achieve, they are using that money to corrupt democracies. Taiwanese Minister Without Portfolio Audrey Tang was also in attendance. She said that Taiwan is constantly trying to spread democratic values while putting in place technologies that do not exploit people. She said that Taiwan is fighting a battle against false information and that the government is doing everything it can to combat this new threat. Officials in the Solomon Islands have yet to reach a conclusion on the future of their country's ties with Taiwan. The Prime Minister of the Pacific Nation, Manasseh Sogavare, met with senior officials on Friday to discuss the possibility of establishing formal ties with Beijing. However, the meeting did not yield a final decision, and officials are set to hold another meeting on the issue next week. There have been several indications that the Solomon Islands may sever ties with Taiwan and recognize Beijing instead. The country recently sent a delegation to Beijing to hold talks with Chinese officials. Meanwhile, in an interview published in The Australian, Prime Minister Manasseh Sogavare said that relations with Taiwan are useless to his country. However, there have also been reports that U.S. Vice President Mike Pence will meet with Sogavare during the upcoming U.N. General Assembly to help stabilize Taiwan-Solomon Islands ties. President Tsai Ing-wen says her administration's foreign policy has won international approval. Tsai was responding to criticism of her foreign policy from the opposition KMT's presidential candidate Han Guoyu. 
In a Facebook livestream broadcast Thursday, Han discussed his foreign policy platform and said that the Tsai administration has made foreign relations more and more difficult for Taiwan. On Friday, Tsai responded that her administration's foreign policy remains focused on four objectives. She said that the first is for Taiwan to form friendships with countries that share its values and that will speak out in defense of Taiwan and its values when problems arise. She said the second is for Taiwan to fulfill its responsibility for the maintenance of regional peace and stability. Tsai said the third objective is to provide assistance to countries in need, especially diplomatic allies. And she said the last is to give Taiwanese businesses global opportunities. Tsai said her administration is still pursuing this four-objective approach, and that this approach has had a positive reaction from the international community. Business tycoon Terry Guo has decided to leave the opposition KMT. Guo's decision comes after repeated efforts by party officials to get him to cooperate with the party's presidential candidate, Han Guoyu. Terry Guo is the founder of the Foxconn Group, a giant of the electronics manufacturing world. He was once affiliated with the opposition KMT, even running its presidential primary this summer, but no more. Guo has left the party and underscored the finality of his decision in a handwritten letter. The KMT Central Standing Committee had issued assurances that the party's ties with Guo were smooth, but in the end, Guo dispatched trusted advisors to party headquarters to make his departure official. What is behind Guo's departure? The last straw apparently came when senior KMT members published a petition asking Guo to work with the party's presidential candidate, Han Guoyu. This was the same Han Guoyu who beat Guo for the nomination in the party's July primary. The petition did not have the desired effect. Guo's trusted advisor, Evelyn Tsai, says that the signers of the petition represent the party's old guard and are political figures simply looking to hold on to power. On the other end, the KMT says it finds Guo's decision to leave regrettable, but that it will process his departure in accordance with party disciplinary standards. Leslie Liao, RTI News. Authorities at Taiwan's entry points are on the lookout for meat products in the luggage of travelers arriving from overseas. Concerns that passengers could bring in meat products are especially high as the annual Mid-Autumn Festival travel rush gets underway. In the past, discoveries of undeclared meat and other agricultural products have risen around this time of year. This is in part because the Mid-Autumn Festival is also celebrated beyond Taiwan's borders. Mooncakes, a treat associated with the festival, sometimes contain meat-based fillings. On Friday, the head of Taiwan's quarantine bureau, Feng Haitong, said that discoveries of undeclared foods have not risen too high this holiday season, since the government has issued reminders. However, Fong says there are still occasional cases, most of them involving Taiwanese citizens. Fong says this shows there is still more work to be done, raising awareness of the risks involved in bringing food products back to Taiwan. The Civil Aeronautics Administration will put new measures in place early next year to better regulate drones and other unmanned aerial vehicles. Drones mounted with cameras and other unmanned aerial vehicles are growing in popularity. But drones and model planes can endanger public safety and interfere with flights. In order to better regulate these unmanned aerial vehicles, the Civil Aeronautics Administration will adopt new rules in March next year. Under the new rules, operators will have to pass a test and get a permit. They will also have to register their unmanned aerial vehicles in accordance with their weight and purpose. Those caught flying drones without a permit can be fined up to 300,000 New Taiwan dollars. Or 9,700 U.S. dollars. 
The Civil Aeronautics Administration will also develop an app that allows operators to see where no-fly zones are on a map. Jake Chen, RTI News. Friday is the Mid-Autumn Festival, a time of year when friends and neighbors across Taiwan gather for barbecues. This year, though, Taiwan's grillmasters may have to do without one popular barbecue staple. The Mid-Autumn Festival is a holiday when Taiwanese people grill just about anything that can be grilled. This means sausages, pork cutlets, vegetables of all kinds, and of course, clams. But you may have to look hard to find clams at barbecues this year. That's because recent rain has killed off much of Taiwan's clam supply. In coastal areas of Jiayi County, where many clams are raised, more than half of clams in aquaculture centers have died. Tsai Yiyu, a lawmaker representing the area, explains that the rain has diluted the water where the clams are raised. This has brought salt levels down too far. Tsai says that in the case of some especially hard-hit aquaculture centers, only 10% of clams have survived. Limited supply and high demand mean that prices have soared, and clams may not be on the menu for some time to come. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Miaoli-based photographer Zheng Jinfa has won a top award at the International Photography Award, one of the most popular photography awards in the world. Zheng won in the architectural category with a photo of the National Taichung Theater. The Central Taiwan Opera House is famous for its modern and organic design, conceived by Japanese architect Toyo Ito. Zheng captured a photo of the theater at nighttime, with the ground in front of the building reflecting its colorful facade. Zheng says he is happy to win the award and to showcase the beauty of Taiwan for the world to see. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.